Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates, all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. There we go.
We back. How we sounding, man? We good? On the scale from 1 to 10, man. How we looking? We coming in, right? Y'all know I've been doing a lot of studying this morning, man. Just checking out these markets. The I don't like being frustrated ever. I like re relaxation. You know, masculinity requires you to be relaxed. My testosterone lowers when I'm anxiety filled. You feel me? I don't feel like doing nothing. What's going on? Here we go. We back in the game. Yeah, man, you know, first and foremost, um, we ain't been on a live in a while, so you know it got to be special. You know, usually we do these uh, world addressments, and, you know, it's always special news. You know, I know I'm 25 million views up since the last time we talked. <laughs> Y'all just dropped the uh, All Money In, Doc. You know, that was a hard one. Congratulations on that. Two back-to-back sold-out shows, uh, Toronto. Congratulations on that. You know we can we can probably do this a lot. You know because it's always something going on. Uh, you know in the name Earn Your Leisure. You know um, I think it's so responsible because first it starts off earning, and to earn something you got to work for it, right? Before you get to the leisure part, like this, there's a philosophy built into just saying the name to earn your leisure. Right. And I think that most people probably overlook the accountability that's in that statement. You feel me? Like, damn, I want to relax. I want to have leisure time. But before I get there, I got to start with the iron part. You feel me? And I think that's so powerful because when you see individuals like yourself, Rashad, uh, Troy, you know, um, and the team, as y'all move around and have constant upward mobility, it's because of the work on the back end that most people don't see. So for me, give me one second, man, to, to describe what the work is like on the back end, like how many tasks, how much anxiety, how much lack of sleep that happens, process, overthinking, you know, fires to put out that people don't see and they get to see the moments and that shit look real nice and shiny. But the no, that's a fact. Bro, you, bro, you said leader. that people see the final product, but they don't see the, you know, what goes into making the final product. So, man, it's nonstop, bro, traveling all over the world. Um, Zoom calls every hour on the hour, uh, emails and text messaging and going through, you know, different conversations and calling audibles on the fly. So, you know, it's ups and downs in business. It's never going to be just all good. But if if you are planning on being in business, you got to understand that, you know, you got to keep it. You got to keep your composure because it's a road man every day we do we do a variety of different things man um so shout out to you know the whole team as you said uh abdullah um this guy is like does the job of a hundred different people um mike um chris um bam rich you know it, it's a team and it, it takes a lot of people to put this put this ship on the right and um you know we're just glad that that we on that, on that mission and you had mentioned the All Money In episode. Um, big, big shout out to the whole All Money In team. Uh, also, big shout out to Black mm -hmm. Sam, big shout out to Kobe Supreme, BH, Pac Man, JP, the whole team. So that's something that we're really proud about, you know, as far as putting that out there. And it's a blessing to be able to, you know, get the feedback the way that he's come in. People have championed it. A lot of the clips is gone viral. So that meant a lot to us because Nipsey was somebody that was a major.
for us. So yeah. we never got a chance to meet him physically in person. But it's crazy because he was able to develop such good relationships with almost every single person that was close to him, his family, his friends. And I just felt like that was just mm -hmm. alignment. Like, I know that if he was alive, I know he would rock with us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I... yeah. yeah, yeah, heavily, heavily. You know, you know, that's one of those things I get people, you know, I think right after his death, uh, his passing, um, and up until now, people always hit me with, yo, you remind me of Nip. And, you know, when he was doing his business out in Oakland, I, I mean, in L.A., I had my business out in Oakland, right? And, you know, a lot of what he was doing was so in line with my thinking completely. And I feel like that's how it is with Nipsey Hussle specifically. It's like you felt in tune because you see that same vision and you appreciate the direction he was going. It's one of those things where so many times throughout our culture, we talk about what we want to see. And when somebody finally do, does it, it almost feels surreal, like, damn, bro, it's real, and he actually doing it. You feel me? And so that was one of the things that I appreciated from Nipsey Hussle was, like, a lot of things we wanted to see rappers do, he actually was executing on a daily basis, right? And it wasn't an easy blueprint to follow. And at the same time, with y'all, Doc, you know, it reminded me of me, my team, and my family. I was looking at a, um, a tweet I put out maybe like five years ago, saying that my, my dream is to have a family business, you know? And being able to have a successful family business for the last three years now and having everybody work together and, you know, that's the payroll. Like that, those are the type of things on the back end that's hard as hell, but that excite me and keep me going on a daily basis. And the way he was able to install what he learned into, you know, his team and translate that information where everybody understands it Right, man, that's so powerful because that's really, to me, one of the hardest things to do is, like, how to translate that spirit that you have in a team and then make them independent bosses at the same time, right? Because most people only want to make more followers, and his whole idea was, how do I make more leaders so, out of the people around him? Somebody else that, had a, that actually didn't know him personally, I think Dame has just requested to come in. So, Oh, yeah. Dave Dash, another one of the great bosses that inspired the world. There you go. What's going on? There you go. Man, what's happening in the legendary I mean, life? You know, Dash, man? Just running through these schools, going into different towns, trying to teach people how to dream. You know, yes. it. it it's, yes, it's, a, right. it's a funny time because for a long time I've been complaining and hearing people complaining about the system and the things that aren't right about it. But, you know, we've actually um, architected a plan to actually fix things and we're actually doing it. So to me, first, mm -hmm. you have to deal with the ultimate problem to me, which is in school, they teach you how to not dream as opposed to dreaming. They don't teach you to visualize mm -hmm. what you want your future to look like. They teach you to visualize what they want your future to look like. Laboring for them, being honored to work for them, for being honored to go to college, to get debt, to work that off for them, to work nine to five every day except weekends for them, to not retire mm. 
at a business that you don't own until you're 60 and you want to relax and you are too tired to try to start from scratch. And it all seems like a program. So we go into the schools and what I'm learning, even from talking to the high school kids, no one even ever asked these kids what they dream about. So if you don't know what a kid mm. doesn't, what he doesn't, what he dreams about, how do you know what language to talk to him? How do you know what to teach him? You know what I mean? And if no one's asking right. you what your dream is, they probably don't dream either. So literally I'll go into right. a school and be like, you know, they're putting a lot of pressure, <clears throat> a lot, because you base, you know, the success of a school on how many kids go to college. So there's a lot of pressure to get into college. But even when I ask the kids, so y'all going to college, what are you going to college for? They don't know. What do you want your life to look like after college? They don't know. They wouldn't know if their dream came true if it happened because they don't dream. So, you know, that's what? my thing, and that's what I've been doing. So we've been going through the schools. We went to Camden. So he's at Pharaoh's, you know, we, 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 y'all got a mural over there. We put the studio in there. Yeah. So shout out to uh, Travis, um, the principal, you know, was on the news and all that. Tomorrow we going to a, a, a school. Yesterday we spoke at Columbia on the OSG summit and Freeway was on that stage. We gave him a pen. We in Columbia. It's like, we're actually in the institution that may be teaching what I don't like and reteaching right there. So this is about solutions and what it looks like when we have them, we do them and execute them. And right. <laughs> you'll find that most of these institutions are looking for a better way to teach. <clears throat> I found out yesterday uh, at that Columbia with OSG, that I didn't know this, that Thomas Jefferson, what's that called, Rock? The Thomas Jefferson? The um, Jefferson Curriculum? The Jefferson Curriculum. He made the education. It was meant for white kids to know how to control black kids. The education was meant for black kids to know how to be controlled by a white kids. That was the curriculum. And we still go by that curriculum. So I'm not saying that they don't want to change if no one brings the change, it's not going to happen. The schools are actually welcoming a new perspective on learning. People are really receptive for change. They just want somebody with a plan. So that's why I like linking up, because y'all doing yeah. it too. When I run into schools, there's murals. We show up, you show up. You know, we're in that circle of help and solutions. And showing that we can link up and do shit all over the planet is also showing what a solution looks like. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk that, about that, the whole But before I do that, I want to give a definitely uh, flowers to Dane because this whole financial literacy movement. I think I told him this before, but one of the one of the the, the key pivotal moments was Dane when he went on the Breakfast Club, and I think a little ahead of his time because a lot of people yeah. understand the message at the point in time. I look at it, think that that was definitely um, one of the catalysts that started the financial literacy and really started to think, get 
differently about entrepreneurship, about, you know, taking control of their future, about business. Um, so Dane was, at, was, was ahead of his time at that moment. And um, he definitely deserves a lot of credit for helping um, what we're in right now, for sure. That's a fact. And, um, yeah, shout out to Pharaohs. We have a girl in the school. It's in the Bronx, the charter school. Podcast studio um, in the school as well. So that's really dope for a podcast studio to be a high school in the Bronx is um, giving kids not only an opportunity to learn the, the art of podcasting because it is an art and a skill, but also on the technical side too because you need to learn about cameras, you need to learn about microphone, you need to learn how to when you're doing all these things, upload YouTube. So you think that everything I do has to resonate with the trajectory of a child. That's all I'm doing and creating content for now, even down to the movie Prince of Detroit. But thank you for that. But what were you saying about the event? I didn't want to cut you off. No. You, you, say, you say I'll give you your flowers, then when I give you your flowers. You do give me my flowers. You mind? Thank you. I, yeah, you got to right, you right. the delivery, you, man. man. You got to let them I never say you don't give me my flowers. I, I never say that. <laughs> Let me tell you my by promoting this event. You know, see, you, you what I love is when someone comes and asks me for advice, and then I can come and be a partner with them in some way, shape, or form. That means what I'm saying is not in vain. And that's why I want to make sure everyone knows that we are doing something together. We all got different businesses, we all have a different perspective, but we have a common ground for helping and loving our culture and being articulate and making our culture better. Not only like mentally, but physically. I like that. Yes. You know? Danger, so dangerous solution. So Dane Dash 19 Keys in Oakland this Thursday. This is, Oakland is, is symbolic for a variety of different reasons. Not only is it the home of the Black Panther movement, right? When you think of Bobby's, not the fictional Marvel character, like the real Black Panthers, right? So you think of Bobby Seale, when you think of Huey P. Newton, Jimmy Hendrix, it's Jimmy Hendrix, don't forget that. Jimmy. He was all he was out Jimmy there. Was from the Black Pan he was used to hang out with the Black Panthers when he was young. That's why he ran off to London. Oh. It got critical for him out there. He was a real rock star, though. Yeah, <laughs> Oakland, yeah, yeah, Oakland, yeah, is, Oakland is one of these towns that's legendary for its history, but it's also a champion. So you got Jimmy happening. You got so. This is important that we, we keep the root of our cities that mean a lot to us. Oakland, New Orleans, we can't, we can't let the culture, Brooklyn, we can't let the culture be completely stripped. Harlem, we can't let the culture be completely stripped. So Oakland is, is significant in Black America for a variety of different reasons. It's also the home of Absolutely. 19 Keys. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm going on your block, 19. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm ready. Listen, o Oakland, Oakland is such a powerful city, and it produces powerful people. Anybody that travels through Oakland, man, they feel that energy and they feel that love instantly because I believe it births authenticity, you know, more than anything. And, you know, I, I, I said the other day, integrity got to be rewarded, you know, and the reason I say that because now it's so rare. You know, we live in a world where integrity is rare, you know, just knowing yourself and being yourself. So when you talked about, you know, the children in school today, they don't know what authenticity is. So it's hard for them to develop a dream when you don't know who you are. 
right? And everything is about rewarding you about being like someone else. I believe that we are all three men that know who we are. And that's really one of the stark differences on how you go about in the world, you move and you operate. And it ain't nobody that can tell you anything about yourself that can make you confused. You understand me? And derail you off your path because you know who you are. You feel me? And, and growing up in Oakland, it definitely encoded me and ingrained me with the experiences, the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding of who I am. And I can take that Oakland knowledge, game, and information anywhere in the world. And I have. And now I'm bringing it back because, you know, we evolved. And, and, and to be able to do it with somebody historically for me that I, that I looked up to specifically in the way you spoke truth, right, and, and stand on it. You feel me? So it's like giving your flowers. You like me. It ain't, it ain't about hearing it and receiving it. It's more so about the other people experiencing that because we don't get it often enough where black men that do good, have integrity, that's not heralded. You understand me? Like not selling your soul, you know, should be heralded because it's a lot of people that do and then they get celebrated for it. Like, no, nah, those people that I celebrate are the ones like, damn. So I know for a fact you didn't take that deal. I know for a fact you ain't give up your integrity there. Those are the people that I love and respect, you know, because those, those are the people that allow black men to be sane, you know. But <coughs> it's, it's hard living in this world where you got to constantly give up who you are in order to be rewarded within it. You feel me? So authenticity, I think, is key. And we live in a dangerous time right now. But it's dangerous for those who don't know themselves and who ain't trained, you know. And, and, and But for us... You know, the pivot is in. You know, it's, it's the time where you operate. It's a time where you, you recognize who you are and you pick up them skill sets and we execute around the planet. It ain't no man on this planet Earth that can tell me anything other than I'm going to win. And that's it. Period. All right? And I don't care if the banks fail. I don't care if the institutions fail. I don't care what's going on. I know how to use my mind. As long as my mind don't fail, I succeed. You know, and that's one of the greatest things I teach is the demonstration of how does a young man use his mind in all situations in the world to succeed? Even though I got a million things going against me, right? But I got a billion things going for me. So in Oakland, we go, we go definitely come in there in full establishment, full attire, full decadence, full energy. And I want the room to be full as well. And we're doing the live stream as well. So those that want to tap in that can't make it or you want to get it for somebody else that's in your life, I feel like that's the bigger key. You feel me? Like you got a, a, a young man, a woman, an older gentleman, whoever the hell in your life, you got to put them up on game. You understand me? Like each one, teach one. This is how we sharpen the world to get better. My whole campaign is how the hell we get to the highest level. And you can't get there by being fearful. And you can't get there with a stagnant environment, right? So if you replace some of the things that's in your environment right now and in your habits right now, when you change it to like, no, nah, I'm about to lock in with, with 19 keys and dang dash. I'm going to lock in with EYL. That's the automatic change of your environment and your reality, right? Then you start to see things change because you focus on the process rather than the outcome, right? So I look forward to having you there in the Bay Area, Oakland, California. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be powerful. You know, it's going to be good energy. Um, a lot of people that have been signing up for the VIP, they've been hitting me and, and they ready to meet because I know we're going to do two Zoom calls afterwards. So that makes this an even more personal experience that most people probably didn't even realize the depth of this is not just a one-time situation. Like, this is a continuation. You feel me? And normally, you don't get the opportunity to hear people speak and then speak to them afterwards with a few follow-ups, right? Shadi always talking about the power of networking and being in the room. 
And that's what really this is about as well. Like being a Roman, for all the things that we consume, right? None of the things are advancing your life. So you got to make sure that, you know, you change your information diet a lot, especially during this time. And don't wait till it's too late because the right, the right time, time is always, always now. now. That is a fact. And I just want to say uh, the comments. I was looking at the comments. They had to cut off for a minute. Um, so life's golden rule. Life's golden rule is um, you keep it real with people that keep it real with you. And um, this is a, a full circle moment for us, 360. I'll tell a brief story. So during COVID, um, well, when we first started, this, this is just full transparency, right? When we first started Earn Your Leisure, we had a target to interview three people. Three people was on, was on our target. Mm. It, I was that early. I was on the on the board. Didn't even know I was on your radar. That's cold. <laughs> no, we'll continue we had a target, that, we had, we had ahead, target to interview three people. Nipsey Hustle, rest in peace to Nip. Unfortunately, we wasn't able to interview Nip, but we was able to do the all money in interview with his brother Black Sand. That that meant that's why that's why that really means so much to us because he was one of the three people. Jay Z was was the, the second person. We, we have not spoken to Jay yet. And the third person was Dame Dash. So Dame was on our trajectory, like target list. So during COVID, Kenny Burns connected us and we interviewed Dame. And we went to his studio and we spent like four hours with him, talking off camera, on camera. And he was very gracious with his time. He was very gracious with the information that he provided to us. And he didn't even really know us. So he didn't know that we was on a trajectory of being who we became, right? Um, yes, I did. Okay. Um, so then, but then he also let us use his studio two days later to interview 19 Keys. That was that was the first time that we Come ever on. met 19 Keys. Wow, see, I, and, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so he took so the studio to interview 19 Keys. He didn't charge us any money for that. Um, and he's just been a resource ever since. So now, 360, two and a half years later, earn your leisure to the moon. So we have an opportunity to actually have some level of reciprocity in this. So 19 Keys, Dame Dash, doing an event in Oakland. But earn your leisure, we want to be as supportive and as helpful as possible. So we're going to sponsor 50% off for 50 tickets. 50 tickets from all ranges, from VIP all the way down to live stream, mm. first come, first serve. All you got to do is enter code EYL, and you'll get 50% off of the first 50 tickets, whoever takes advantage of it first. And talking to Troy, I felt like that would be something, especially, you know, economic times, people might have hardships. So for, if you could pay $50, into the room with Dame Dash and 19 Keys, to me it's a no-brainer because I know that the information alone is so powerful. And shout out to Drizzy. Drake, one of the best to ever do it. But when you see Drake, $1,200 for a regular seat, for a rec, not even for a row, like those tickets going crazy, $1,200 for like 50 rows mid-level. Like, you know what I mean? And once again, shout out to Drake, shout out to 21. But what's more important, being entertained or being and this is something that we've always battled with as a culture, and we, we we're, we're making progress, but we still haven't fully understood the priorities, right? And to me, education is always more important 
something entertainment, and especially not only just from an educational standpoint, from an inspirational, motivational standpoint, but then from a networking standpoint. I like you said, Keith. I'm all, I'm big on networking because I understand how powerful networking is. It changed my life. It changed everybody that's around us lives. And this is a relationship of networking, right? From Dame, that's a relationship from Kenny Burns. That's a relationship from my guy Dave at United Matt. Like one person introduced to another person, introduced to another person, introduced to another person, and now we now we all here, right? And that's whether it's Robert Smith, whether it's Tyler Perry. I tell this story so much because. It's true. Degrees, degrees did not get me in a room with Steve Harvey. Degrees did not get me in Carnegie Hall with Robert Smith. And I'm not knocking degrees. I think that it could be beneficial. I'm just being honest with you. It wasn't, it wasn't that I went to X, Y, and Z college and they looked at my resume and they say, okay, you deserve to be here. It was because of the value that we provided and the relationships that we cultivated. Two things, value that you provide, relationships that you cultivate. If you learn those two things, I promise you, you, you'll be on the road to success. So I'm real big in that because I feel like this is an opportunity in all these events for people. And these are markets that not a lot of people always go to, right? It's not like New York, LA, mm -hmm. like you go to different places like Philadelphia, like Oakland, like Detroit. These are, are important cities, but these are cities that's often forgotten. So it's your responsibility as the people to make sure that when people do come to the city that you support it because if you don't support it then it's not going to happen again right and then you can't complain about oh they're not coming here they left us out what about us why y'all always go to atlanta why y'all always going to new york well this is an opportunity for a, a, a market that not traditionally has always been catered to to show up show out show support network with each other build and, and let's all grow so 50% off of the first 50 tickets for anybody that takes advantage. The link is, I think he pinned the link. It's in their, both of their bios. Just enter code EYL. It's extremely easy. There's nothing else to do other than that. Um, and there Look, that gas oh. one, you wow. don't remember that. Was that at? That was at um, the bonfire of Bernie Oh, Bushy. damn, that's crazy. Oh, you was there too? Damn, you been in the Yeah. Cut. I, yeah. But you yeah, I'll be in this revolution, look, you be there. I was I like at, that. At the, the right revolution. At the, at Damn, the mystery school. Yeah, I remember that. But you know, I'm, I'm that type of person. I just need to get in the room. I, I don't always need to. I'll, I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to wait till later. This ain't the right time to connect. You feel me? But being in the room and being in the environment is always there for me because I get ideas, I get insights, I meet people. You feel me? And I've always known the power of being in the right place at the right time. You feel me? And, and that's how well, I like translate everything. You want that type of time. You see, it's about people that have a certain mentality. You know, they tend to meet up in the places where things need to be enlightened. You know? And I heard Oakland was on that type of time, and I'm really curious to know exactly how they could help me and how I could help them. Because, you know, my thing is independence yeah. is a war, and I'm living it. You know, watching it. Y'all living it. Mm. When you have a dream and you have to believe in yourself, you got to make that happen. And usually your dream should include helping other people that you love, but you got to make sure you're self-empowered. And when you're on that type of time, you get with other people that are on that type of time. And again, it's about solutions. 
complaining. We all know the problems. It's a cycle and a pattern that happen over and over again. So because we have the same problem mm -hmm. over and over again, we know that's intention for somebody else. They, those problems benefit other people. So our, our, our goal, karmically, based on the fact that we're enlightened to the problems, are to start to fix them. And this isn't a problem that only works one place or that's only happening in one. It's happening everywhere. And what people don't understand is historically, right. the history that they don't teach us, we were in control. We were abusing the whole world. We were way big. We were, That's a fact. They don't teach the Moors and none of that. And it makes sense because they don't want us to ever be in that type of position again. So they wipe out that history, never let us visualize us as number one, and continue to make me try to pound in our brains that they're number one and we're number two. This is the solution mm. sticking together that's the one thing we don't try but we're doing it now and we're taking it like you guys are going all over the world waking people up in language that they understand so this is the solution and whoever we get we're just like you I, i'm looking at pictures you really did put in the work of observing and being in there of, of the, the right revolution, you part of the construction of it, the blueprint and the mentality. And what I'm hoping is that when I go into each town, we find more 19 kids. You know, more people That's that be like, look, we took pictures and now we're doing activations together and getting money together. So the purpose of giving game, not hiding the plug, is so that you can make partners and your partners keep you strong. That's something that they do that we don't. When one of us makes money, not 20 of us do. And that's what has to happen. Collective economics, group economics. When we make the rules, when we are the bosses, when we can pick up the phone and call each other and practice nepotism and make sure that we make the laws. So teaching people how to be landlords is all we trying to do. Landlord of your life. You feel me? You should never have to rent your life. You should never have to pay a mortgage on your life. But don't give it away so that you got to buy it back with, with debt. Because your life is time. So in, in the time that you exist, you want to have fun. But if you're a general, fun is fighting good wars for people you love. And Come that's on. what we're doing. Oh, oh. This is our idea of fun. Yeah. Finding more generals. That's all we're doing. And, and a lot of people want to be generals. They just don't know how. So I'm going to show you how. Key's going to show right. you how. Earn your leisure, Rashad. We're all different generals for different armies, but we all fight wars. That independent thing for more than just us. And mentality thing is our war understanding what we need to be fighting for and how we need to fight. So if you want to be a general, then you just have to tell us your dream and we'll show you because I'm in it. I decided I made money corporate, all that shit. Now I'm going to be a general and fight for the independence and the freedom of my culture and my community while I fight for my own dream. So I don't sell nobody else's stuff no more. I sell mine. It's not Dame Dash presents Jay-Z or Kanye. It's Dame Dash and Dame Dash. 
You know? So Come I on. had to take that extra 10 years. I gave niggas a 10-year head start. I'll see you there. But now that I built me and I've been strong enough to do that, I want to show people what that looks like to say, yo, forget all that. It's time to focus on me. Be confident in what I do and how to get there and how to showcase that all around the world. The one thing y'all not doing is sitting still. Every time y'all around, I'm in London, I'm going to London next week, y'all. I'll see you in Saudi Arabia. Or you, this, this war has to be fought. The conquering has to happen all over the planet. There's freedom that needs to be had for everybody all over the world. It ain't just one race. It's just a collective frame of mind. You know, people that see things the same way. Because I'm not that guy that's going to hold everybody responsible for what their grandparents did. But I am going to hold you responsible if you still think like your grandparents. That's all. That's all I mm. want to know. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, everybody ancestors direct lineage wasn't great. And it, traditionalism is a disease of some kind, especially when the right traditions ain't passed down. And there's a lot of people that operate within the fear. Some people, some people, traditions in their family is fear based. All fear based now for the last hundred years. If, they control us with fear. If you, if you ask, there was a a, a video Shah shared with me, and I was studying the psychologist Edward Barnett, and he was a master at controlling the emotions and fears of the public, right? How to conjure their fears and how to control them, and they believed that democracy was a lie that they couldn't allow people to have the individual expression without it being controlled. And the public today believes that the decisions that they make, the things that they buy, the things that they do, is their own will and volition and freedom. Nah, you're being controlled by someone at the top. And so when somebody speaks truth, you know, it offends you because you have been programmed to go along with the lie. So therefore it hits you, it shocks you, it makes you offended, but that just means you're on the wrong side. You know, so for me, this is an army of change. This is about getting a, 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 a bunch of people because when, you know, in, in the crowd, you can't tell the fool from the scholar when everybody's doing the same thing, right? And people feel healthy when it's in large numbers, but that same opposite effect can happen, right? When you have people doing the right thing in large numbers, right? And so. It's about having generals and soldiers and people that can complement and back each other up and have an oath to protect each but other. But let me just say this. I can't other. respect it law enforcement unless you're really doing it. Y'all really doing it. I'm like, That's my point. I know when I'm in a school, y'all you know, someplace else doing whatever y'all doing, acknowledge, making sure people are enlightened. If y'all wasn't on the road hitting it hard, yeah. I wouldn't be like, yo, I, I'm not respecting you as a general till you become one. Until I see you fight that war and fight right, yeah. then we can't have a level conversation. But the fact that you're doing it, but you could also that's make sure that you acknowledge everyone that's doing it and stick together. When armies come together, wars get won. As long as we know what we're fighting for. But y'all doing it. So I just don't want people to get it twisted. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm rocking with them because they fight the right fight. And they don't stop. And then it's just, it's, this is just the beginning. Yeah. Like, y'all... We've all created a new algorithm, the smart algorithm, the want-to-be-better algorithm, the self-awareness of how powerful we are culturally and how powerful we can be economically 
And what kind of freedom comes with both, you know? Because being rich is not what this is all about, but it's part of it. Because we have to breathe. If we needed oxygen and oxygen was currency, currency we do everything we could do to make sure we buy or create oxygen. Unfortunately, in this world, money, even the money that's not backed by gold is still considered a form of oxygen for us. So we got to figure out how to have it. But to live and breathe, we should not have to compromise who we are. You feel me? No. So this is what it is. We're like, yo, you can Never. survive this way. And you do have to fight, but this is what it looks like when you fight for your dream. When you eat the food you kill every day. And this is how other people look at other people that eat the food they kill every day. They link up. And then they chop. And then they chew. And that's what you're supposed to do, and that's how you fight. Just sticking together and teaching and making sure you're making good money, not bad money. That's all. Mm. I ain't gonna lie, I might not even talk in Oakland. Nah. I might, I might just sit back on this one, y'all. I ain't gonna lie, David is the only person that I talk to in the whole world. Where I don't mind just shutting up and listening. I promise you, because I be, I, it's, it's like when I talk to Dame, I have something on my mind. Like, Damn, I want to go back and forth and have this converse, and then you start speaking. It's like, nah, I'm gonna just listen. And you know what? That's that's so key because. For me, what we don't see is this exchange between free people, but also the respect that we don't see between, you know, our generation and your generation, but mostly because we don't respect a lot of people that come from that generation. So the rule is to respect your elders, but what happens when you don't respect your elders, right? And so it's completely different when you got an elder that's respectable because you stand on integrity. That's when I look at a man and say, man, he's free. You know, I respect free men. You can talk shit on the plantation all day long, but it's different when you're free. You know, that's a different conversation. That's just a person on the plantation. The greatest thing you can go for is freedom. When a man gets freedom, that, that's, that's, that's what the dice the dance is. That's the freedom dance. That's why not many people could do it. It's a simple dance, but you got to yeah. have a certain kind of rhythm <laughs> to do it. You got to be free. Yeah. Hey, listen, man, freedom, I'm going to tell you, man, people think they freedom, but freedom ain't easy, and it's expensive, and it's a daily cost of living when you want to be free. <laughs> a daily cost of living. And the biggest thing you got to do is not Now, you know, because some people think that's being it. a freedom fighter means being broke, and that's not it. No, 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 rich and righteous. No? Rich and righteous. Wealthy and enlightened. Well, when you, when you make people rich, you, get you can't rich. go to war without money. But when you make people individually get rich collectively, when you figure out who could actually do something that you can't, then you could trade services. So if you were general or at this, and I'm a general at that, and I'm not good at this, and you are, now we've become very strong when we combine. And that's the purpose of collective fighting. And that's what we're doing. But again, the algorithm that y'all right. and we have created is that you type in smart stuff and things come up. There's a lane for it. It's now a business. So this is what, what hip hop evolved looks like. It's teaching, but teaching from a place not of distress, not even from survival, from winning wars, from coming back from the war and saying, this is how you do it. And watch me start another one right now. As I'm talking about the old wars, I'm in a brand new one. 
and now we're taking on what's important. Mm. We going into the education. We in Columbia, you know, we get to be with the kids. And no one understands the value of making sure these kids know because they're going to be better than us and also teaching them about how to hustle in the future. Nobody wants to know how you made money in the 90s because it don't work no more. The question is, how are you going to make money in 2030? And whatever's being created now mm. is going to realize itself in five, six years. Anything that just got introduced to you now is the Flintstone version of it. AI, Metaverse, Web3. This is the caveman days of it. But if you could visualize what it could look like in 10 years, then you could visualize how you'll be making money off it in 10 years. And that's what we're trying to teach right. everyone is, yo, this is old shit. Let me teach you about the new shit too. How you combine the old shit. Every job that's going to be lost for Mayotte is a new one created. That's what we want to start focusing on, and that's what the education needs to be. I don't expect the teacher to know that. They're not outside. But you outside, we outside. And we also creating new industries and new algorithms. We've done it. So we could talk about what algorithm we want to create, how to approach it, you know, and then how to make money in 10 years. That's how you fight the war, by being the landlord yeah. in 10 years of everything. That's the that's the part of how to control the exactly. future. You know, being future proof. That's why that's why it's called dangerous exactly. how to control the future. And what I realized though, people think so you know, my, my, my uncle, man, Nate Dar, he was from Oakland and he taught me the game of thinking long term. You know, he used to hit me with that all the time because he he taught me the game of politics. He'd take me to the different city council meetings and he had met with different people just to expose me to that environment and give me game. And then he had show me checks that he'd be like, look, it'd be like a check for like 500,000 or something. He'd be like, look at this check. And he'd say, your generation, they want everything so fast. Y'all don't understand the game. This check was something I did two, three years ago. When you learn how to plant seeds, that's when you really play the game, right? And so when that really took a hold and I stopped thinking short term and I start thinking long term, it changed what I went for. It changed what I listened to. It changed how I behaved. Because at first I was going for week to week. Anything outside that parameter of month to month, anything they talking about years from now, anything they talking about months from now, I wasn't going for. But I realized I was losing in the present day because I wasn't planting the seeds a year ago, two years ago. I wasn't learning that. So now when it happened, I'm far behind and always playing catch-up, which means I can never be in first. So now I want to be in a championship league at all times, which means that I have to put the work in before the race. You understand me? I can't look at the stats and be like, damn, who the fuck in first place? I'm not even in the game at that point. So we're trying to put you a lot of people in the game, and a lot of people's businesses are at risk because it's outdated or people get content and comfortable or they move through fear. When I went on Market Mondays, I said, at this time, you don't operate from defense. You exactly. operate from offense. You have to go and attack, attack, exactly. attack, attack. This is the mode that I'm in right now. All the team has to learn new skills. Yeah, you was good at your job the last five years. That's cool, but you don't have job safety unless you got new skills. This is the great de-skilling of America. Everybody got to be skilled at something, whether it's AI, whether it's goddamn storytelling, whether it's project management, 
or, or whatever it may be, if you don't have a value to where you can serve a mass group of people, exactly. then what do you need it for? Well, of course you'll get replaced by a machine and a robot because it can do a job that I don't want human error and laziness and procrastination and emotions and feelings to constantly be in the way, talking about they want to live softly <laughs> when shit is hard outside. So I want people that's constantly getting better and better and more efficient so that we can execute at the highest level and then when it's when we choose to live softly, we can. But don't make it a delusional reality if you ain't got the habits that produce that reality. That's what we're talking about. So, and that goes with real step-by-step -step shit. I ain't talking about just from motivation. Well, well Keith, let me let you understand something real fast. I'm talking about quick. education. What you got and we all have to realize as there's been a programming for hundreds of years for us to think success is something that success is not. So what we're actually doing mm. is first actually breaking a pattern of people that have been taught as a culture that we're number two for years and been taught how to taught how to be scared as a, like a normal thing. Like that's part of the game mm. is being scared. When that should never be part of the game, but it's actually taught. So reprogramming doesn't happen overnight. Waking up people, because once they woke, they really want to get as much as they know about to make themselves better. But sometimes they didn't know they wasn't actually so right. strong. Sometimes they, they thought they were strong because they were given some sort of dream to live up to that meant, yo, if you're controlled the right way, you won. But for some reason, like, I don't feel good. You know what I mean? And that's what happens. And, you know, I saw a question on there like yo how did i put out low vibrational music i was 16 years old so what i could tell you was this i know what it is to be successful mm. at selling things that i know hurt the culture and the community how much it hurts and how much work it is to fix that once you realize that when you become an adult period so again i did make a lot of money selling things that made me survive for me in that moment but when I realized it was the wrong way and what it was doing to my culture, I went to being more artistic and leading by a different example. So judging a man by his past makes no sense. You judge a man by what he's doing now. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't mm. even want nobody to work. I, I, when you want it, for it, me, it don't be about Rockefeller. Right now, it would be about what you did with 19 keys and earn your leisure and them schools and that Columbia and OSG yeah. and, and, and the interview. And that's what I want to go down as. I never wanted to be known as an entertainer or entertainment. I wanted to go down next to Malcolm X. You feel me? I wanted to be in the conversation mm. of fighters, not the conversation of those that made money for selfish reasons and went through a tragic life. I want to be known as a warrior. That's wealth. Back in the Roman days, you couldn't be famous. No matter how much money you had, you had to go conquer something. So it's not the same day, and conquering something is a whole different thing. But there's a lot to conquer. So if I'm going to be famous for something, I want to be famous for helping the world be better. That's what I want to be famous for and fighting fearlessly. And it takes action. Actually yeah. making a mistake and well, you fixing know, a, a mistake people, publicly. And that's happened. A lot of people are 
celebrated for being blessed by the devil. Exactly. And what I learned is, you know, people may people may mock your people may mock your progress, but they celebrate your results. So at the end of the day, when you go through or you do anything in our community, in our culture, I know this for a super fact. We don't look at businesses that we start as startups and be like, oh, that startup failed. Now he went and learned a lesson and he did more, and that's his hero's tale. We look at, oh, he failed. He's not a good business person, things of that nature. We don't even have the same view of business at all when we look at each other. But when it comes to a white boy, he started business in Silicon Valley, a bank fails. The name of the people ain't out there. Those are not the people being blasted. It's the institution because they look at it completely different. The rules are different for us than it is them. And plus, for what we do on the education side, it takes 10 times, maybe 100 times more work to get to to get ahead versus when you see somebody else that get ahead going the way of the world. You feel me? Like doing it in the education way. Do, like That's why I talked to Rashad. I'm like, Rashad, sometimes, he, I remember when I used to uh, talk with him on, on camera, he's always looked tired. <laughs> and, and I think he get a little more sleep in between the interviews now. You feel me? But I understand because when you jumping and you moving and you working, right, sometimes you sacrifice, you know, a little bit of your body and your health because you got to get things done, right? But people don't look at the background, number one, the intellectual prowess and, and property it takes to be able to think on the fly, to design your stuff, to come up with these things, to move on a daily basis, to schedule, to manage your people, to manage your life, your own emotion, spirit, body balance. It's a billion things. Plus, you got to figure out how to get into the algorithm that's not even for you. So the the I look at black genius different because for you to get ahead, it required you to go against insurmountable odds versus somebody else getting ahead and all they had to do was go with the flow, right? So that's why I respect individuals like yourself and individuals like Rashad, right? And all our peers that's doing the work because we're not... You know, if, if you see me on the red carpet, because I learned how to understand the game, I ain't supposed to be there. But I, I'm going to be everywhere I ain't supposed to be. But you did earn the right to the be world. there now. Also, you know, also, yeah, also I earned my leisure. To pay respects to people while they still here as well. Because once again, rest in peace to Nip. And I love Nip. But it's like, how many people really had that deep level of reverence or respect or appreciation for Nip when he was still alive, right? It's something but it's like when somebody dies, then they think. And, and uh, look, Nip was on that type of time. Yeah, I'm, I'm he was reading. I know what you're saying, but I'm just wanted to give him props real quick. My yeah. bad. So it's like when we do an event, and it's an event in Oakland with 19 Keys and Dame Dash, they're still alive. So living legend because it's like a legend that's actually still living. So that's extremely important to understand. Pay the, the reverence, but more important than paying reverence, get the information because that's the stuff that's really going to change your life. It's not about like... No, Rashad, you know, Rashad, let me just say this. Do you know what it is when if you had Mom, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and all these different leaders in the same room before they won the wars and then you've actually become a part of history. What we're doing is historic because it's never been done before. It's the first time that men are coming together that are actually could tell you based on what they've seen and done and are collectively trying to help. 
It's the play that we've never seen. It's the thing that we've been talking about but never done. So even, like, the reason why, you know, and I'm, I love the fact that everyone's taping everything, but I want y'all to rewind back to the 90s, and I had somebody moving around with a big-ass camera the size of a, a sneaker box, and everybody saying I was extra. And I was like, nah, I already know in the future that this is going to be history, which will be currency. And that whoever's here is going to say, oh, I was there. And they can say they saw this. And I saw Dane when he was this young and blah, blah, blah. This is that because this is a brand new Dane. This is 19 keys. Now, if this is 19 keys now, what do we look like in 10 years? Do we look like in 20 mm -hmm. years? So how old are you? How that's old are you, 19? That's the only how man on the planet I'm jealous of. <laughs> I'm 19. <laughs> what do you look like when you when you 30? I'm 51. I'll be 52. What I'm saying is, if you 30 yeah. in 20 years, you're still going to want to be crispy. And uh, you're going to no, build and evolve. Fact. So what do you look like with your trajectory pause in 20 years? So whoever's going to be a part of this now will be a part of history 10 but, years from now. So, you know what else so crazy, Dave? So a few things about that. <laughs> so when he was in the classroom, I'm sure everybody, now, everybody knows the story about me and Troy teaching in the classroom. So those classroom videos was filmed on an iPhone by Abdullah, our COO currently. And I told him, like, yo, record. Record this. Hold the cell phone and record it. And at the time, it's teaching 30 kids about financial literacy in the summer, I don't think people really understood why he was recording it, but I understood it. I understood that it was history and it's actually a documentation of history that's going to serve as not only promotion in the moment, but an archive for future. And that's actually exactly it's, it's what happened. It's a futuristic artifact. That's exactly what happened. What's on the walls in Egypt right now, exactly. a billion years later. Exactly. That's a fact. And then also, I'll never forget, when we was doing events, when we first started doing events, um, somebody had told us, they was like, record everything and record even the people that's in the room. Because he was like, there's somebody in the room. Like, you know what I'm saying? That in 10 years, you're going to be like, yo, he was there. He was front exactly. row. He was front row. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when he becomes a billionaire, when he becomes a president, when he becomes like, exactly. like, I guarantee you there's going to be somebody in the room that that alone is going to have playback value. But that's like, my point. Imagine Malcolm X giving, imagine, imagine, all right, imagine Mike Tyson, right, fighting, and Floyd Mayweather was front row because his dad took him to see the fight. Imagine if that was, that moment, was captured. That, that moment that he actually got burnt out and was like, I want to be a boxer was captured. I get it. Yeah. That, why do you think I, listen, the programming I do for Baby Dusko is so he could see his memories that he doesn't, won't be able to remember when he's older. You know, I think back to, like, when I was younger, I'm like, damn, I wish I could see exactly how I was when I was one years old, how I, I watched myself evolve. I'd love to see how I was taught, what, what made me the person that I am. Just, you know, pictures and being told is one thing, but actually watching it, hearing it, knowing your voice, the way you walked, knowing where you came from. So this is that. Just like, you know, how you could always reference, you know, the uh, the radio show, you know, on uh, The Breakfast Club. It's documented. You can see the evolution of the culture, what was architected from that conversation and how it affected the world. The receipts are there. 
I know exactly what I did because I did it on purpose. You feel what I'm saying? That mm. was my intent to come up there and not be nice because I was sick of this shit. No one was listening. And I knew it was going to sting people, but I knew it was going to wake them up. It was the wake up show, right? So that's what I was on there to do. Right. I wasn't on there to talk about bubblegum shit, and this was making me mad. Before that day, that's all that was talked about was bubblegum shit. Now, after that yeah. day, mostly what's talked about is a little bubblegum shit, but it's about being an entrepreneur and celebrating smart shit, and it just became different. So, you know, you got to have war to that's make peace. Fact. But and, and, and when you, when I think about that moment, I, it reminds me of me going on Breakfast Club with these brothers. Is the fact that a lot of these, let's see, shit change, shit don't change unless a change maker comes, unless a general comes, right? Because they didn't set up that conversation for it to occur like that, right? That's not the programming that was set up that they had. Like, yo, we go change. That was Dang Dash coming in there saying, "I got a war and I want to shake shit up." At right? the time, so, so like it's the same way. I would have never That's got not even, It's not even fair for them until they become generals. Yeah, but 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 what I'm saying is, even when people see me move, that's not the agenda of somebody else. That's my agenda, right? Shit don't get changed that's unless somebody right. brings their agenda in the room. I don't get on Breakfast Club because that's Breakfast Club agenda. That's me collaborating with my brothers, right? And then I'm on there, and so then you get to see different representation and change. And, and because a lot of mainstream media, well, all of mainstream media act like the young guys don't exist, even though we do brilliant things in our own atmosphere. So we always have to kick down the door so that we can represent ourselves and then create a new way for everybody that comes after that. So when you got up there, you created an opportunity for more voices and thought leaders and speakers to come up there with some truth and representation. And not only did you affect the world, you affected, every, I mean, you affected everybody in that room because you challenged all of the existing, you know, uh, conditions that people have, which is the 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 let their uh, idea of success and the idea of being a boss. Because most people thought they were a boss until they had the yeah, question. Yeah, like teaching that, people right? to think they were successful the when they were not. They, they, right? You feel me? So when I fired my boss. I definitely did it in that spirit. You know, I, I had to let them know it, it ain't working out for y'all. You know? <laughs> y'all can't afford me. I, I, I like, that. I like that. You don't quit, you started. fire your boss. I like that. No, we fire. We don't I quit like that. Because they put it in a negative turn. Like, you weak. I don't I ain't quit shit in my life. I no, fired y'all because it wasn't when working out. Blesses you? That's, no, that's what you said, though, right? People, that was heavy. People, I'm taking that. I like that. Yeah, when the devil blesses, people get celebrated like for being blessed by the devil. You're going to hear that in my vernacular. Pause. Sorry about it. But I'll give you your publishing. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about it. Ahead, man. See? Appreciate it's it. Not, it's just great That's when you can learn from somebody. Well, yeah, man. You see me, I give it up. I'll be like, I like that one man. because it made a clear picture of exactly what's going yeah. on. That's why I like it. It makes it easier to talk. Sometimes I try to explain yeah. shit, and I'll be like, I don't know how to I don't say think this, so people understand it. You know? But, Right, right. I think that's what, well, that's what I think all of us do for a lot of people is, you know, it helps us to think, right? And and I think that the biggest war in the world is how to think, right? Because you, if you can't be a general, you can't strategize. And if you can't think, then you can't strategize. So practicing emotional detachment, looking back at your options, in that moment, that's when you strategize it. 
right? That's the art of wars, looking at the playing field and saying, how do I move? But most people are so caught up in the reaction of day to day, they never strategize, right? So you can never be a boss. You can never be a general because you don't actually own your reality. Well, you also what I like is no matter what the situation, you always have to paint the picture. You always have to look at it as a win. I don't quit. I fired you. You know, I like that. That's better. I, you know, it's a W, not, not a loss. Mm -hmm. So you can always look right. at the loss in something or the W in something, and people always try to make you only know the loss in something that's going to help you if it doesn't behoove them. But if you only look at things as a winner, if you only say whatever I do is for the W, then that's the way you articulate things as well. It always has to be from a winning lens, and I like that a lot. And narrative play. You get to paint your yeah. own Narrative is everything. This, yeah, I like that. This Thursday... Oakland, California, Dame Dash 19 Keys, extremely dangerous event with solutions, meet and greet vibes. It's going to be a whole aura, man. And earn your leash. As I said, we've, we've been empowered by both of these brothers. Our partnership with 19 Keys has been extremely fruitful. And our relationship with Dame Dash has led to a lot of great things that have happened for us. So it's an honor to be able to show some reciprocity in the situation and we will be sponsoring 50% off for 50 tickets. 50 tickets, 50% off. All you guys do is use code EYL. And as I said, this is a way to get in the building and build with not only them, but other people, other like-minded people. It's extremely important in this day and age when we see AI taking jobs, when we see you know uh, the global landscape changing, when we see banks collapsing, the most important thing that you can do is invest in yourself. The most important thing that you can do is establish relationships because that's what's really going to carry you to the next level. You can't rely on just your education. You can't rely on just your job. You can't rely on just your bank account. Like These are things that's invaluable. Relationships are always more valuable than money, in my opinion, because money comes up and down. It fluctuates, but a solid relationship is going to be here. It's going to stand the test of time. Just think of a marriage, right? If you really are in a marriage, that you really love your spouse, how much money would you trade your spouse for? It's, you, you can't put a price tag on it, right? Because your spouse is invaluable. So think of every relation. A, a marriage is just a form of a relationship, right? It, it, uh, there's there's other types right. of relationships in your life. So think of every relationship like that. Like how how valuable is our relationship with 19 Keys? We can't we can't put a price tag on it. Not only for the for what has already happened, but what could potentially could happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the what's the future look like? Dave said, like, what does the next 10 years look like? What does the next 15 years look like in a partnership? Like, these are things that you got to start looking at when you, when you think about your relationships. So when you start something, you have to look at the way you want to relationships finish it first. Are in the start, you have to picture the end. There's no reason to start a business if you don't know your exit strategy. are ahead. I think people got to understand, we, we talk about hedges in the market, like gold being a hedge for market decline or crypto, but, you know, education and relationships are a great hedge, right? Like I, intellectual property is a hedge, skill set is a hedge, learning how to strategize is a hedge, right? Being able to diversify your skill sets is a hedge, that's wealth, that's power, right? If, if things get dangerous outside, having an army is a hedge. Right. So that's why it's important that you network and you build with people. And I give Rashad his flowers because, you know, he's working with one of the most dangerous men ever to exist. <laughs> he ain't flinching. 
you know? So if y'all give that brother his flowers, because, you know, that, that's, that's extremely important to note. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> but I'm serious, though, because I've been doing oh, this you're talking about me. with a lot of people <laughs> sometimes. Uh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh man, my brother Dad, for sure. Let sure. you watch it. Look, I think we can keep going. I know we can do. Yeah, make sure y'all get your live stream as well. If you got your tickets, press one already. Get your live stream so you can be in there. Get with the family. Sit down. Sit them, sit them down and listen to this, man, so that everybody can be tapped in. Um, don't be selfish. Share the information. Share the knowledge. Ladies, bring that part. If you introduce somebody, you know, invite them here. You feel me? I'm just, I'm just telling you. If you're in the Bay Area, because that also means Sacramento. That means Piedmont. That means Alameda. That means San Leandro. That means Hayward, Vallejo, right? Everywhere. If Listen. If you you listen, this gonna be the best dating pool open has ever had in the last fifty years. You know, because if they showing up to this, it's you most know, likely one. You of know what type of time? Same they thing, on. fellas. You know if she's showing up to this, she wanted a one. Yeah. Real life. Let me just tell I'm you this. You, my I'm audience is a dating my, pool. My, my fiance. You know, and and we going into yeah. the school now. I ain't getting no bread, but she's selling books. You know, and my my son gets to come. Yeah. And we, we all have to move together when we on tour because a real boss spends more time with his family than his business. You know, that's what a boss does. He figures out how the company could run without him. That's a good boss. But you have to, get, when it's time to promote something, you got to hit that road. You got to put in that work so that you do have that time and you have to architect it so that your family is not compromised because that's the wealth, you know? If you stood home and just grew, and if you built your own house, and that's all you was worried about, you would be with your kids every day. You would never have to leave. And those, everything else is extras besides, like, you know, eating and having a place to live. We can actually do that on our own, anywhere, you know? And it doesn't cost that much. It just takes work. And you would have the most wealthiest life. So you have to, the trick is to figure out how to make that volume to live in luxury but not compromise time with your family, you know? And that's another thing I've had to architect. I changed my whole business model around what makes my family comfortable, you know? And what we've been taught to do is say, yo, leave your kids to go get money. And I don't think that's the right approach. I really don't. I think the more time with the kids, the less time you have to be around them when they're adults. You understand what I'm saying? If you don't teach your child how to be like you, if you don't lead by example, if they don't appreciate your struggle, if they don't fight for nothing, they're not going to fight to keep it. So you have to figure out how to make sure they're fighting with you. You know? Man, to end that off, what you just said, I met a young lady this weekend in the airport, and she wanted to take a picture, and she was telling me how she was trying to decide whether she wanted to go to school in Jersey or South Carolina. And just like everybody I can think of, they do it. And she lived in the burbs of Chicago. She do it to try to get some freedom or what she considers to be freedom to have experiences. And the first thing that children want to do is to get away from their parents, right? And I think it's based on the way that, of course, we know it's based on the way society is built. 
But when you build the right experiences with your children, the first thing that they do is not thinking of that their freedom is to escape you, right? And so for me, it's about, you know, teaching people specifically in this era, because you might not understand your child at all because the internet is raising them more than you are because that influence is heavy. So even understanding how to parent in this time, right? For me, I run a family business, learning how to be a brother in this time and learning how to be a boss and make everybody else that work with me bosses is key. But the if you operating off any traditionalism of the past, you're going to 100% fail. It's not where we get. That's not where we going. That's not what we doing, right? So when we get on this Zoom call, that's like a whole nother workshop that we're not even really talking about. But the Zoom calls is key because you and your family could be sitting there in the living room talking to us about the solutions that can set your trajectory up for the next it's about years. What your future right? looks so like. you're not making that. Yeah. You got to make that play for the family. Who's the general in your family that's making that play saying, listen, man, I didn't got this for us. I need everybody to meet up. Those who don't meet up, they not part of the, 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 the wealth of the family. That's the way I set it up. You understand me? I need everybody to be there. Let's ask these gentlemen questions. Let's see if we can build with them. Let's take something from this and let's architect a family blueprint. But how many families get together and they sit down and they operate and they build? So for me, it's, it's more than just the day. It's more than just Oakland. Because anything we do, especially when we streaming it or we got a Zoom, that's for the world. So don't think about this as a localized event. This is a global event that you can change the trajectory of your family, right? And you can be in the right well, circumstances. That, that goes back to knowing what your child's dreams are. So if you know what your child's dreams are by spending time, you create that around them, and then that becomes the business that you both fight for. So my girl, her dream was to write books for her son. So we created that. And that became her business, yeah. a job that she could go to and bring her child. The reason why, and the people don't really understand about I Rockefeller, was the reason why I stopped doing Rockefeller because it was no longer an environment. It was never an environment that my daughters could be raised in. So I couldn't have my daughters around mm. un unrecognized, people with unrecognized trauma coming from the survival mode. It just wasn't for my daughters. I could not have Avon to move around that. So that's why I started to open up art galleries and things of that nature and deal more with culture and being creative. I needed them to. Looks like we had a little lag over there. Make sure y'all text open, um, get your live stream, get your Zoom, get the VIP package because afterwards we're doing a VIP event as well, right? So y'all can really parlay and come tap in with us afterwards. But I'm not holding yeah. back on no blueprints the day of, you know, anything that, that I know I will be teaching, especially in terms of things you can actively use and execute immediately. Yes, yeah, that's when that call comes. You know what I'm talking about? What up, Flo? They cut, they cut his mic. Oh, that, oh, that's what they did. They put that, <laughs> they put that one in as soon as he said. Then, All right, let's cut this off. Damn, the rock is in the building. God damn. They cut it off. But yeah, shout out to Shout out to Erica Ford, the legend. She said she got hers. You know, so listen, I appreciate all y'all. Make sure y'all tag me so I can repost that. I look forward to it. Thank you, brother Rashad, and the sponsorship that y'all put together for the people. It mean a lot to be able to bring something back to my city. You know, um, you know, anytime you want me to come to your city, as long as I got some time. You know, <laughs> I'm there. Actually, I was just in your city, number one. I went to your hood, 
I seen the mural of you there under that cold ass bridge you took me to, right? Uh, it, it was dope to go there to see where y'all grow up, to see y'all environment, to see where y'all build, man. Y'all some real brothers, you know what I mean? Y'all real, really from the environment that y'all come from, and y'all tap in with family, right? And that's what gives y'all that 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 uh, north star, right? Where y'all can't get lost, right? And that's why this movement is so strong, and people try to figure out how is this working, and so many have failed. And at the same time, y'all need to look at how can you help this continue to propel in the future to be more successful. This is how these things grow. They don't grow from just what we do. They grow from us operating and then you working with us. That's the only way this thing works. It's not like some magic power we sprinkle on the world. It's literally the people that we serve, right, reciprocating that because when you see something that you focus on, you grow that in the right manner. So EYL will continue to grow as long as the people continue to grow with it. I'm going to continue to grow. Dang, will continue to grow. And so will this movement. So make sure y'all tap in. Shout out to Slow. that number too. or link in the bio. Check in. Shout out to Slow. Um, and we got the All Money In interview. And I was, when I was in Cali, they actually mentioned, um, they told me stories about, about I think they cruised together, um, Kabi Supreme, and they all spoke very highly of him. So um, shout out to Slow. Um, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. And uh, shout out to the whole team, man. All Money In. That's like family to us now. We did that, that interview with them, and I've been tapping in with Black Sam almost every other day. Good brother, they just real solid old school. I was talking to Jada Kiss about this. Like before we leave, I just want to say that like, them dudes, like they like real old school, like gangsta. They like old, like they don't gotta like try yeah. to prove how tough you are or just very respectful, chill. Like don't don't do interviews, not on social media that much. Like you know what I mean? Like, and um, I appreciated that. Um, from them so definitely definitely big shout out and uh Dane our big brother somebody that we both drew a lot of inspiration from and somebody that's just a good dude and one of the best talkers of all time so if you're in Oakland you are playing yourself I'm gonna be honest with you you are playing yourself if you don't see hey in the bay, bay we gotta say the bay this in the bay shit if you in LA oh, take West a road Coast. trip that's how I feel oh the whole yeah, the whole West Coast. Yeah. Pull up to Oakland, like, man. Pull up, good. Pull up to um, o Oakland this Thursday, 19 Key, Dash. It's an honor to be able to sponsor some tickets. Um, we're doing 50% off for the first 50 that take advantage of that. Just enter code EYL, and it'll be 50, and it's for everything from VIP all the way down to live stream. So even if you can't, even if you can't, mm. can't make it, you can watch oh, the live okay. stream, um, and you'll get discount on that as well. So tap in. It's always an honor and a pleasure. Um, I know magic is going to happen this Thursday, and um, it's, it's going to be one of the ones, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Likewise. Shout I'll out to Toronto. Toronto one last day. Toronto, Canada, thank you guys so much. We're going to post this probably tomorrow, but we sold out Toronto. My son, Troy, 19 Keys, and Ian. Market Mondays, high-level conversations. We're coming to Hold so, on, back to back. Uh, and April 3rd, Very first important. time ever for business financial literacy that two shows were sold out back to back like a musical artist, and we still got two weeks to go. So um, it's crazy that we sold out two shows in a different country that we never did an event in. It just shows the demand for the message that we bring into the world. It's not a, it's not a domestic message. It's a global message, internationally respected all over the world. So... Shout out to Toronto. 
Love you guys so much. Can't wait to touch down. We appreciate the support. And um, we're going to put on the show for sure. Hey. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.